listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of the Book Nuts podcast. This is your podcast where we talk about, yep, you guessed it, books. Uh, we do listen to it in audiobook form. If you want to know why, go back to episode one. We're not going to rehash that now. My name is Tracy Holtz, otherwise known as Holster. My partner in crime. And we do this podcast so good it should be considered a crime. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> is Jonathan Nadu. Hello, Tracy. I'm running out of ways to introduce you. They just kind of pop in my mind the last minute. After I say them sometime, I'm like, that was kind of stupid. But, uh, <laughs> but usually the part of your brain that, you know, when you think of something and you say it, um, that little trap door. Yeah, um, yeah. My trap door gets stuck open sometimes. <laughs> so sometimes what I think just comes out. It, a filter at times, but once in a while it's just left open. So uh, that's the downside of recording these in the podcast. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for you to say at the beginning where you say, like, you know, welcome to Book Nuts, where we talk about, and I'm waiting for you to say nuts. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we t and, but the only thing we talk about is nuts. If they were talked about in books, we review books on nuts. Okay, so, there you go. Uh, <laughs> next week is peanuts. So come on. <laughs> Speaking of peanuts, my wife actually got a a, a little jar because I don't remember what. I don't think she made whatever the recipe called for. But I don't know if you ever seen these, but it was the first time I've seen them, and they were good. They're like these lime zested peanuts. Man, those things were good. Ooh, good. You know what I like? Actually, the first time I ever had something was in Williamsburg, Virginia. And it was in the sign that said, this is George Washington's favorite restaurant. Now, as soon as you say that, you realize, okay, that's the same name as the restaurant and the same menu. But the building's long gone. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's the name is the same and the same menu. Uh, actually, peanut soup. Have you ever had that? No. It's a very New England thing, or maybe not New England, maybe Virginia, Williamsburg area thing. Uh, it's really good. The base of it is a, a chicken broth base, but it has, you do put some peanut butter in it when you cook it, because I've made it before. Uh, and then you end up garnishing some peanuts. If you make it, no matter what the recipe says, get unsalted peanuts. Uh, if you use salted, your soup will be too salty. But yeah, yeah. Peanut soup is very, very good. If you can ever try it and you're not allergic to peanuts, obviously. Uh, if you're allergic to peanuts, I don't recommend peanut soup. Yeah. Uh, I really, really don't. Uh, but good soup. Give it a try. And they said that was his favorite thing to eat there. So one of his favorite things in the world to eat. So peanut soup. So yeah. I wonder, I wonder if there's a lot of peanut farms in Virginia. Uh, I believe so. Uh, peanuts grow basically Virginia all the way down through northern Florida. And huh, kind of, interesting. Kind of, uh, I think a little bit into Tennessee and a little bit into uh, Alabama is the bulk. Now, peanuts are growing all over. Like, peanuts are growing in Texas here. They're growing in different places. But that's the main area, the Carolina area, kind of the southeast over there is the main bulk area for peanuts. But they grow in a lot of different places, though. Peanuts, have you ever, have peanuts you ever are had... actually not a nut. They're, really? They're not, no, they're not a nut. I forgot what category they're in because they're a root crop. Uh, nuts have to be grown above ground on trees. Or, uh, I feel shrubs. so misled now. <laughs> yeah, because peanuts are actually part of a root, kind of like a uh, sweet potato. Oh, where, okay. Like potatoes are part of, you know, the root. Uh, yeah. Same thing. And sweet potatoes aren't a potato eater. Sweet potatoes are actually a morning glory. Nice. Uh, right when I moved to Texas, off topic here, uh, when we built our house in this subdivision, 
uh, after the first summer, um, I went out front and you know how they have flowers in front of your subdivision that yeah. they plant. And I knew these were sweet potatoes, but they planted them because they look like morning glories and they're really nice flowers and everything like that. And they got towards the end of the season. I was on my way home and these landscape guys were out there and they were just digging them up and turning it over. And I went up to their foreman and I says, man, do you mind if I come back here in a few minutes? I live right over here with my bucket and dig some up. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he didn't even know he was planting the slips earlier in the year. He didn't, he, and I was like, dude, these are sweet potatoes. He's like, really? And I said, yeah. So I went back in like 10 minutes. I got a big five gallon buckets of sweet potatoes and the landscape guys were looking at me. Well, then they all went through and just started digging and throwing them back of the pickup. You know? <laughs> so yeah, so sweet potatoes are actually a really good looking crop. If you're looking for something to grow that looks nice and you want something on it, Sweet potatoes are a great one because uh, the flowers are really nice. Okay, enough of that. Enough this, of the nuts. Exactly. <laughs> let's, let's bring on the books. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this time we're going to talk about Stormfront, uh, uh, the Dresden File, book number one by Jim Butcher. Now, before we get into it, next week's book, um, I'm going to say the name of this book. It might change. Uh, and the reason it's going to change, might change, is... We might be able to get the author on. Uh, oh, if, we yeah. get, if we can get the author on, uh, I met him at, uh, I think I told you this in uh, The Angry American. I think I told you that in the top 10 list, I actually met him and he says, hey, I'd love to come on your podcast. So uh, we're going to integrate the review with his talking somehow, shape or form. But tentatively, next week is going to be Going Home by A American, uh, Angry American that stands for. Uh but it might change. Uh, we're, we might, we're famous. Exactly. We might push it back a little bit. So if next week you, you don't get heartbroken and um, you can blame Door if we don't. If you're angry, just go yell at Door. He doesn't exactly. mind at all. It'll be uh, his fault if we don't get to interview him. Exactly. So we might push it back for that reason and then do another book for next week. So I just wanted to let you know that next week's book is kind of up in the air a little bit. Uh but uh, we're trying to organize that now. All right. So, Stormfront, Dresden Files, book number one by Jim Butcher. Non-spoiler section. Now, this won't ruin much. This really isn't a spoiler, but last week I talked about it was actually TV series. Mm, yeah. Now, each episode was a different book. So, episode number one was like oh, one that book just, episode. That just seems wrong. Yes. First of all, well, yes. Yeah. Now, and here's where it also gets wrong. Uh, do you know, I think it was book one or book two. I forgot which one it is. This doesn't ruin anything. The big fire scene where that one witch is trying to kill him. Yes. That actually was even later. Uh, it was maybe like six or seven or something like that. Okay. Well, here is how the TV series skewed it so much. Do you remember, and this is part of the setup, he's basically a wizard. Uh, he's in Chicago. He's the only one around there. Uh, his name is Harry Dresden. When he was a little basic kid, his teacher, who was uh, a wizard, was actually trying to teach him the dark arts, which was against one of the rules of the white court. It was punishable by death. Well, basically, by luck, he threw a spell and did something, and that bad wizard died. Yeah. Okay. So he's basically out. No one really wanted him. Uh, they were going to put him to death. 
And some people says, no, he probably, because no one, he really didn't have any proof, and it was he, he said, she said type thing, but enough people believed him where, hey, you have no more warnings. You do anything bad, you're dead. Yeah. So he was taken in by this uh, pretty powerful, I want to say, country wizard that lived up in the hills. Now, back to the TV series. The witch that tried to kill him in the TV series was actually who took him in when he was a kid to train him. Oh, man, that's messed up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and they really skipped the whole warden thing, too. Yeah, that, that, yeah. And that, I, at first, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll watch it, but now after hearing that, I want no part of it. Yeah, now, the reason I say that it wouldn't be an okay watch is if you've never read the book series, it's a good, it's an okay series to watch. If you don't relate the two, it's a good series to watch. But if you want to relate the two, it's going to be bad. You can watch it, just don't expect it to be anything like the books. It sounds like whoever made the show never read the book series. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, it, 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 it had a lot of potential. Now, do you remember uh, Warehouse 13 TV Uh, show? Yeah, yeah. The main female in that. The one that she was like an FBI agent or something like that. She actually played that witch in the okay. TV series. So okay. the, you'll see some people that are known through this okay. uh, in the TV series. But uh, yeah, so th- that's basically the TV. If you watch the TV series and say, oh, that was, it's absolutely night and day compared to the uh, books, night and day. So basically, uh, in his. Uh, his name is Harry Dresden. Uh, a couple of of the uh, people you should know about to go. Harry Dresden, obviously, he's uh, a professional wizard. He's actually listed in the phone book as professional wizard. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is some humor stuff through this book a little bit. Uh, another one is you need to know is Karen Murphy. Uh, she's an investigator with Chicago PD. And basically, she does a part of Chicago PD. It's called Special Investigations. And what Special Investigation is, is nothing else can be explained. Give it to them so no one else gets stuck with it. Exactly. So that's basically that. Um, Another person you need to know is Gentleman Johnny Marcone. Uh, He's basically the Al Capone of the New Day Chicago. Yep, you know, he pretty he, much runs everything. <laughs> yep, exactly. He runs it. Another thing you need to know is Warden Morgan. Okay, yes. Donald Morgan. Now, what the wardens are, they're basically the white court. There's different. There's the red court, well, white it's court. The, no, no, it's white council. White council, yeah. Yeah, because the white court and the red court are the vampire. Uh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah the white council, the yeah, white courts, one type of vampires, red courts, another type of vampires. And there's a couple more out there, and they're they're kind of liaisons between the two to stop wars and everything. But for the White Council, the Morgan, obviously uh, the Wardens are kind of like their enforcers. Anybody does something wrong, and they go catch them, take care of it, kill them, or bring them in to be judged. Whatever, that's what they do. And the Morgan, the Warden, the Warden Morgan does not like Dresden. From the beginning, he thought he should have been killed. They yeah. do not like each other one bit. So, okay. Another person you need to know is Bob. I like Bob. Okay? Hey, Bob, Bob is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Bob is basically, uh, uh, some of this is going to sound weird, but it makes sense in the books. 
He's a very intelligent, he's hundreds of years old, very, very intelligent spirit that used to be a wizard that actually lives inside of a skull in Dresden's uh, basement laboratory and yep. helps him out with spells and information and everything like that. And Bob has to listen to every order given by Dresden. Yeah. And he has stays in the skull. Anytime he lets Bob out to go do something investigating, Bob always gets into some big trouble and there's big things on the news and everything. So yeah. and Bob's favorite thing to do is read romance novels, believe yep. it or not. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um now, oh, the um the witch we were trying to think of, uh, it is uh Bianca St. Clair. Uh, okay. she's okay. actually a vampire in the red court. But she has a place. She's the owner of the Red Velvet Room. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's that. So I'm trying to think. I think that is basically. You're everything. right. That 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 is book two. That that I, I thought you were talking about another part, but that is in book two. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was pretty pretty close on, but yeah. So that is basically it. Um, I do not think his friend is in this book is it uh the sword guy um uh, no he's not that's that, that's in book two also when he's yeah, introduced so i'm not even gonna go about them so okay basically this book here uh, that's kind of sets everything up and basically basically dresden when he tries to he's a good man he tries to help people and get people out of trouble he doesn't like to hurt people that don't deserve it he goes out of his way not to hurt people yeah uh but the fixed problem, it's kind of like uh, the Iron Druids. He it's has like, to. There's like gray areas. Yeah, he has to make deals, just like in the Iron Druids with some people, to rob Peter to pay Paul that you know he's going to give him in trouble later. Right, right. So it's kind of like that in the Iron Druid Chronicles. If you like the Iron Druid Chronicles, there's no doubt you'll like the uh, Dresden Files. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Uh, everybody that I know that's read both of them like both immensely. Yeah. So. Basically, this book here is, there is an amateur musician, magician who's been acting kind of weird uh, lately, and he just disappears. And Dresden is always on the broke side. Always, always on the broke side. So he gets a call, uh, basically, from Murphy, who works for the Chicago Pete, will bring him in under uh, uh you know where he he's just a uh basically contractor exactly yeah and it kind of helps her out a little bit she knows some weird stuff's going on almost no one else in the pd does a couple of the people that work for her kind of know weird stuff goes along but murphy does so she'll try to get the information from him so and basically uh a client comes in who offers him a lot of money to say find my husband he's an amateur magician and he's gone missing. So that kind of sets up book one. I don't know if there's anything more you want to talk about for non-spoiler. Ah, uh, man, I feel like there's something I wanted to say too, but now I can't recall it. Um, yeah, I mean, with Dresden, especially if you read the rest of the books, like Tracy was saying, he's like a good guy. He always wants to do what's right, and he's always willing to put other people even before himself. Like, he, he's willing to, in a sense, sacrifice himself for the sake of someone else. 
and uh, he, so he's always just looking to do what's right. And uh, every now and then, it, there's gray areas, and he he just has to make a decision and go with it. So I, I really became a fan of, of Dresden myself. Oh, I was trying to think of his full name. It was like it was like Harry Harry Copperfield something Dresden, right? Like that, because because one of the things too about being like a being a wizard, like it was important that people didn't know his full name. Because if they did, then they could, like, cast these spells on him or whatever. So one of his sort of secrets is no one actually knew his full name. Because he had, like, four or five names that made up his full name. Yes, and you find out his dad was a magician and his mom was actually a wizard. Yeah. Okay, so he kind of knew that a little bit. Didn't quite know she was a wizard, uh later on but that doesn't ruin the story or anything so anything else for the non-spoiler uh no i think that's it okay good we're gonna get in the spoiler section here turn it off if you don't know any spoilers uh remember next week uh tentatively we're gonna be talking about going home by american that might change though so okay we're gonna get in the spoiler section now all right spoilers 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 okay Find out. The woman that came in to find her husband, his name was Victor Sells. Okay, magician. Well, Dresden finds out he's actually a really low-level wizard. There is people Black that magic have, wizard. Yeah, there's, there's people that have powers that really were never trained, so they just kind of linger along, usually don't do anything. But he found out he actually has some powers. He starts to read the wrong books and goes down the dark side, basically. And he found out he can make this drug called Three-Eye. And the third eye is basically something Harry uses, but it really drains him down that he can see actually who people are and what they are through this third eye side of his. He doesn't like using it because images he sees, he can never forget. It's burned in his, his mind forever, and some of them are pretty disturbing. So what this drug did, it gave normal people this third eye temporarily. And the Victor Sells guys was actually making this drug and selling it. Yes. So he basically goes here, goes there, and the guy making this drug was not making any friends because uh, uh, Johnny Marcone, the mob boss, uh, kind of helped him in a way because the Victor guy was cutting Marcone out. Right, and, exactly. Um, Dresden didn't like Marcone, but he you'll see this throughout. He knows Marcone. Marcone's a hundred percent business. If it doesn't, if it doesn't hurt the business, don't you know? If it hurts the business, don't do it. So he knows where Marcone sits all the time, and yeah. he knows Marcone knows killing people costs money, and you don't make as much money. So he doesn't like him, but I'm not going to say he respects him, but he's kind of there, you know. And so he'll use him sometimes, and sometimes Marcone will use him. Exactly. So Marcone kind of helps him track down and helps him, you know, find this. And they basically, at the end, uh, when Victor makes these this drug, it's actually a spell. Um, so he he's basically, he, he finds out where Victor's making it, and he actually comes in as Victor is making one of these drugs in the middle of the spell. Yeah. So to make a long story a little shorter, 
house burning down around him, spells going all over the place, gunfires going everywhere, uh, and he actually brings his Victor guy down. Warden uh, Morgan comes in out of nowhere also on top of that. Yes, and kind of Dresden in right at the end, and this Victor guy, I think he's killed, right? Yes, uh, yeah. And the Dresden's like, you killed him. Well, look what he's doing, and yada, yada, yada. And so it was kind of like where the Morgan didn't like him. The Morgan could have used that against him, but the Morgan's kind of like, okay, this time you're fine. I think yeah. I know what's going on, but I'm still watching you. I'm going to watch you closer even more now. And we're going to kind of, because I think I knew what other stuff was going on. So that's it. I'm, I'm really simplifying this book down. Uh, I'm really, really dumbing this book down. I'm making it sound like, well, that doesn't sound very good. You know, I hope I don't because it's a uh, Jim Butcher's style of writing is pretty kin to uh, Kevin Hearns in the Iron Druids, where he'll add humor throughout a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Uh, and he sets, he, he, he doesn't need just to sit down to write down plots and everything like that. The plots and the character introductions and the character biography is all done throughout the book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, he, like Trace, like Tracy said, this this book is like a sixteen series or whatever. That's like sixteen, seventeen books. This first book is really just laying the foundation. Like, I I I highly encourage you to you know try to read some of the other ones after it because the more you read the books, the deeper you get into all of the the character building. You get to know Harry even more. You get to know Karen Murphy even more. You get to know John Marcona even more. Then then it starts to really take shape. But this is it's a really great first book to listen to but really i mean you you have to listen to two or three other books to really get a, a good feel of the whole story uh, itself yeah although this was a really good book um i think my favorite one i listened to was i'm not going to get too much in i forgot the number was the battle between the winter and the summer courts Remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's like that's like around nine or twelve or something like that. Yeah, I like that one because a lot of story changes back and forth, and you did not know what was going to happen. I mean, because the way I don't want to explain it, but the way the winter, the uh, the winter and the summer queens were fighting it out, anything could have happened. And yeah. So yeah. that that's why I like that one. That one was really good. Uh, the one with the hospital. Uh, with oh the yeah, kids yep. was pretty good too. I think um, that was but, also that was the second or third book. I think. Yeah, so uh, they are good books. Uh, although, like I said, albeit a good book, um, I do not think this was the best in the series. No, no. I mean, when I first, you know, when you gave it to me, like, hey, check this out, read it. I read the first book. I'm like, you know, yeah, that does, you know, pretty good. Like, I, you know, I was like, I don't know, it was good. But once I read book two, book three, and before I knew it, in like a week, I had read all of them. I was like. Man, this is a great series. And so I have to go back now and listen to kind of the first few again. But you definitely need to listen to a handful of them to really get where everything's going. Like there's there's so much detail and so many moving parts in the whole like story as a whole. Like you're really not going to get the gist of much from the first book. Yeah. Another thing about this is after you read all of them, um, if it's been, if you wait about a year or two, you could probably go back and listen to them again. There's so much detail and stuff going on. Uh, I really think they'd be enjoyable listening to a second time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, um, I think I got two, two, three more in the series to go, um, to listen to. 
Um, I'm not like Jonathan. I don't listen to the books that, <laughs> you know, a 24-hour book, I don't listen to it in 22 minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm only like one five to two speed, you know, um, where Jonathan, if it's not at four, he's like, you're boring me. <laughs> so when I talk to Jonathan like this, and I talk really fast, he's like, so? That's, that's more <laughs> like it. <laughs> so, yeah, so. But, yeah, that is Stormfront, book number one. Uh, the Dresden Files, Jim Butcher. Um, I give this book a solid, I mean, a solid nine. Yeah, I'm right there. Like I said, uh, even though book. even though it's not like, the, the, like I said, I'm not, and I want to say it's not the greatest, but knowing what the book leads into, it's a great book and a great series. So Yeah, now we're saying like, oh, that doesn't sound very good. The first book is very entertaining. We don't want to oh, sound yeah, like it's yeah. not entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, but uh, he does set a lot of the characters up in book one. Uh, he sets it up in a good way, so it's not boring. Uh, but yeah, it's really good, especially when you start to meet, starting to get to know his half brother. Um, exactly, it really starts picking up then. So I'm not going to say anything about that. So, all right, that's that book. And remember, the next week's book tentatively is going home by American. Don't quite know. That might change. If you have a problem with that, go talk to Dor. Exactly. So, all right. Is any last thing you want to say, Jonathan? Go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. Exactly. Help support them out a little bit. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you for taking time out of your week, using your data down with to download this show, put it on your phone or your device, or stream it on your computer and taking your time out to listen to the show. We do appreciate that. I want everybody to have a good day and a good week. See ya. <laughs>